I knew some, but I didn't know it all podcast. I'm your host, Shane Newsom. Paranormal experiences. Welcome to the I Do Some But I Didn't Know It All podcast. And tonight I have Nico from Upstate Unconventional. Such an honor having him join me tonight. And uh, yeah, sorry, supposed to put this episode out like two weeks ago, but you know, life happens. Been extremely busy with work. And, uh, yeah, I've been working, like, like 10, 11 hour days, and I'm beat when I get home, and I gotta spend the little bit of time I do have with my family. So, yeah, I'm working on it now, my son's taking a nap, my wife's laying down with him, so here I am working on the podcast. Alright, y'all, yeah, this is a crazy one, um, there's a story I tell about a guy blowing some smoke over his shoulder and taking a picture of... Some sort of apparition, and it's insane. Uh, Nico tells all kinds of great, insane, crazy, scary stories that I would not like to experience for myself, but I'm glad I got to hear the story. <laughs> anyway, here's the trailer, y'all. A combination of like pig squeals and leaf blowers just hit me on both sides of the head. Yeah, just and do it Yeah, like high pitched pig squeal crazy shit, and I feel myself getting sucked into this black hole. Like I'm just holding on to the bed, and like I went. For dear life, dude, I'm like, I feel this shit like pulling the atoms out of my face, just like, uh, I feel myself getting sucked into this, and I'm like holding on to the bed, I'm like trying to fight it, like, I had the feeling like if I do, if I go into this thing, I'm going to die, right, like, I cannot, I cannot go into this black hole, and dude, just in my head, I just scream like, Jesus Christ, and it just, Puff of smoke disappeared. I snapped out of sleep paralysis. Um, wide awake, I'm like sitting up in bed. My son, there's nothing in the bed anymore. I like get up, I run out of the room, I check out my son in his room, he's sound asleep in his bed. Welcome to the I Knew Some But I Didn't Know It All podcast, and tonight I have Nico from Upstate Unconventional here to share some paranormal stories with me. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Dude, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. 
Yeah, dude. So. Thanks for having me on your show the other night. The, oh yeah, uh, the uh, the unconventionals. Yeah, man, that one. Uh, I'll figure out when I'm going to release that one. That might be some premium content. <laughs> okay, we got, we got deep, but that was um, a deep one. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, man, it's. Uh, I'm going to shout out Lehman for introducing me to you. Absolutely. Lehman Dollins. Go check out his podcast at the hypnagogic tourist podcast on YouTube. And yeah, we were just shooting the shit about cutting lawns and what a headache it is. sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Very much a headache, but you know, wouldn't, wouldn't want to work anywhere else really. And there's definitely an alchemy to it, man. You, you get to a, you pull up to a house and the lawn's all overgrown and you just start making those lines and you see the progress of it. It's people are happy. You yeah. feel good. You get some money out of it. It's, it's a cool process. I really come to like make it an art really like you should see me. You should see me. It's, it's it may, it like, it's like sculpting, dude. I'm so good at it. Like I can weed whack like some, some like a yard that you would normally push mow. Dude, I'll weed whack it and you'll think it's push mode. I'm like, I'm, I'm solid with it, dude. I'm fast as shit. And I, it's completely second nature because I've been cutting grass since I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. It's like 15 years. So that's great because it puts me like in the flow state. Me and Lehman were talking about that. And, uh, dude. It's great. I love cutting grass. <laughs> it is, man. And I get into that flow state too when I'm like cleaning a car sometimes too. It's like I'll start and you, you know, before you know it, the car's clean. It's looking brand new inside. And then I look down, I'm thinking I've been working for like an hour, maybe. I look down, it's like four hours later, five hours later. I'm like, yeah, oh shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love when time flies when you're working, man. It sucks when it flies when you're having fun, but <laughs> at least, hey, that means you might have been having fun at work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like so many thoughts go through your head when you're doing that. And it's just like, I'm solving all these, like oh, making yeah. all these connections to different things I'm listening to. And yeah, dude, it's it's an interesting state because I always wonder if like, I want to like set up a GoPro and just like film it and just see like <laughs> what's going on here. Cause like, I don't wreck, like remember four hours going by. It doesn't feel that way. Yeah, man. It'd be crazy to see if there's like a glitch in the thing. <laughs> just it's hopping just, dimensions. It's just like a black, it just black sound and cuts back. And some three hours later. <laughs> yeah, man. Some lost time. That's kind of a cool segue. Cause have you ever experienced lost time? Um, I'm not sure really. So I guess I could say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you'll kind of, well, you, you may have, but like, you'll know, like I've had a few scenarios where like, I'll put my son to bed at like eight o'clock. Right. And I'll come downstairs and I'll be sitting with my wife and we'll swear we're talking for like 10 minutes. It's like, and then all of a sudden we'll look at the clock and then it's like, boom, 1130. And we're like, how the hell? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's like, right? that's like every night. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. To me, time is, 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 I mean, we perceive it as linear, but I definitely don't, don't think it, it is like it, 
like you said, like like what the whole even the old saying, "Time flies when you're having fun." Like, what is that? Why is that? Like, what does that mean? Like, are like minutes on a clock? Like, a second hand is the same second every time, but why does it feel different? Right. It's all about the perception, and it's like. Yeah. I mean, we've all been in that situation where you're stuck waiting for like a doctor or, you know, at the DMV (laughs) or something. And it's like one minute feels like an eternity. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, you're just chilling with your wife or your kids or whatever and having a good time. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's bedtime already. How the hell did that happen? Yeah. It's so bizarre, but it, it has to be like, I don't think it's real. I think it's just, really like how we project that out into the you know universe like yes we can stop and look at the clock and we'll see one second at a time but there's there's something funky going on with it and it just yeah man for sure i definitely i don't know i like a lot of like i uh, i've heard a lot of people say like the clock is is limiting and uh you know i'm kind of i'm kind of with with that you know because it's like you're 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 still there doing what you got to do like you know if you're doing as like as good a job you can as fast as you can fuck a clock like i don't look at the clock all day like i hate looking at the clock that's what's sweet about cutting grass you know mm-hmm. I'm, i do what i just said because <laughs> that's all i can do and it's sweet i look at the clock i like i'm like like freaking 10 15 yards and it's like oh snap it's already you know four o'clock we're done mm-hmm. got all the yards yeah man it's it's bizarre so i've had that happen several times where it's like massive shifts in time and uh, like there's literally no explanation for it and i just want to like like i said like set up a home security system or something and just <laughs> if like if we're like traveling dementia like yeah like what's going on here like it's crazy and it only happens like with my wife it's the weirdest thing like i mean i'll I'll experience it like at work or stuff like that but we i kind of equate that to that flow state but maybe maybe it is the flow state too when i'm just hanging out with my wife because we're just finally like relaxing you know yeah but yeah so um I think Lehman told me you listened to my episode with Cynthia Sue Larson from reality shifters. I did. Um, so her idea is, um, you know, she's, she's in quantum physics and stuff. Um, I have like a, a very small understanding of it, but it completely relates to my spiritual understanding. Um, so I think that there's, you know, one reality and infinite ways to experience it. So I think there's only one atom. That's why I don't think there's linear time because it's that one atom making up all of the different atoms. But, you know, when they do the, like the slit experiment and shit, like it's in two places at once. Mm-hmm. So that makes complete sense to me that all atoms could just be one singular atom. And the word Adam just means man in Hebrew, you know? Yeah, what is that? What is right. that? Right, and Adam was the first man, and, well, maybe he is just the pro, you know, like the, maybe not, yeah, the prototype, but also just, it's what we all stem from. Like, I, I kind of tend to believe that maybe, like, like, we are, we all are one individual experiencing this in eight billion different 
ways you know (laughs) yeah for sure and i kind of think that like there's there is no beginning and there is no end like we have like the creation story but like i feel like that could be happening at at any moment and uh so like we have all this false history and stuff and it's like well how do you know you didn't just like pop into this body and that was all just created you know for you to have this experience and i also have an idea that uh you know you're since that everything is one you or everybody so uh like when you go to sleep when you wake up you could be waking up as me but you wouldn't know it because you'd be in my body you'd have all my memories and muscle memory and everything so you wouldn't know the difference so how do we know we're not all just switching places all the time or if it's all just the same consciousness all in these different bodies like the singular atom creating all of the stuff yeah it's it's interesting man it's so interesting like i kind of tend to so i played a lot of world of warcraft when i was younger oh yeah (laughs) i played like four or five 14 day free trials (laughs) But, Can't get my parents to pay for it. Yeah, dude, that was a pain in the ass. Like back in <laughs> like 2005, like because they kept jumping the price up. It started at like 10 bucks. My mom was like, "Fine," and then it was like 15. She's like, "No, you're not. You're not." <laughs> <laughs> I was but, only like 11 or 12 too, so like they didn't really want to play it. Mm-hmm. But I always like that idea, that concept that there's all these different realms, right? All these different servers. It's all the same world. You're just on a different yeah. server, and you can all right, I'll hop over to this server and I'm an orc. I'll hop over to this server and I'm a, you know, a paladin from, you know, dwarf country or whatever. And it's, I just tend to think that's kind of like how it is. There's one person with maybe all these different avatars or who knows, man. It's Yeah. Dude. So, okay. So this is where this, all of this stuff makes complete sense to me, even though it's completely wild and wouldn't make sense to most people. I would think mm-hmm. really crazy. Um, anyway, paranormal stuff that gets me. Like I kind of get it. My, my take on it is that like a demon, I think everything is good. Even the evil that happens. I think the evil, the horribleness, I don't want to bring any of that up but we know all know what happens in this world. Maybe not everybody, not everything, but you know, at least one horrible thing that happens to somebody in this world. And, uh, that I think happens to inspire more good out of the, out of other people, you know? Yeah. And also, so that brings back my singularity concept of everything is one that, you know, if everything, if everyone did love each other, then what would be the like almost point of existing? Because we would all just get that same consciousness and we'd return to singularity. But check this out singularity gets boring after an eternity. Mm-hmm. And you create the Big Bang or whatever you want to call it, and boom, all of existence happens again. It's infinite cycle. And I also think that they're happening simultaneously. There's always somebody on the planet that has a body experiencing singularity. Yeah. I think you take turns with that. 
that ties into my psychedelic stuff. I'm sorry, I'm spitting a lot at you. We're going to get to your stories, but I just have to tell you a little bit more about me. Um, yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> I've, I've had a few times where I've taken, you know, my normal decent dose of psychedelics and other people, you know, take the same stuff as me and they're in there, they're tripping. And I like, didn't feel anything. So like, I literally think sometimes it's not your turn which is mm-hmm. a wild concept. Well, but. that gets into the whole idea of like, I mean, a lot of people talk about this with like plant medicine and stuff. It's like, it's going to, sh- it's going to do what you need at that moment. You know exactly. what I mean? It's not gonna, and again, I'm not an experiencer of this, but just from my understanding, it mm-hmm. seems like it's going to show you the lesson you need to learn right then and there. Yep. And sometimes and maybe you just need in, to enjoy the ride, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the only way to do it. It's any lesson that you think it's going to teach you, it's going to teach you a completely different lesson and not in any way that you could conceive of it teaching you. <laughs> it's pretty much like, oh shit, you got to go with the flow, man. It's wild. Yeah. And that kind of ties into lucid dreaming a little bit too. Like, I, I think we kind of talked a little bit about this on that episode we did together. Um, like if I set the intention, like there's little rituals and stuff you can do to try to have a lucid dream. Mm-hmm. Anytime I try to set those intentions or, you know, say the mantra or whatever it is, or, you know, sleep in a certain direction, mm-hmm. it typically doesn't work. But then <laughs> those, there's those times where I just like go to crash and then boom, I'm, I'm in a different universe, man. I'm experiencing something. Else. Right. <laughs> that's like, a, like, that's the only time I've ever experienced. I don't, I don't, Anytime that I come completely lucid that I'm like, oh, this is a dream. I wake up immediately. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, that happens, man. That like the first few times it's like just a split second. You're like, oh, I'm in a dream right now. And then boom, you're kind of out of, you know, back into. But like, I've definitely had like almost lucid dreams where I'm like, okay, I know I have more power in this realm, at least like I can fly at will and shit. And I'm not sure if I can completely like manipulate reality around me, but like, as soon as I get to that, like, wait a minute, is this a dream? I wake up. (laughs) Yeah. So like I've had those lucid dream experiences where you can really just kind of do whatever the world is your oyster. As they say, like it can just, manipulate whatever do whatever you want fly around but lately i haven't had any of those in years now but lately my dreams are almost like i guess like a movie in a sense like i get put i'm aware that i'm dreaming but it's like i have no control over it it's just like sit down you you got to learn something here and it's uh yeah you just experience the whole thing and then you go through it and you're like okay all right I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from this. That's kind of like a psychedelic experience. (laughs) And sometimes it takes a long time to integrate, but I feel like, you know, dreams are definitely significant, especially if you remember them and uh, you know, and maybe at a further date, that dream will make way more sense to you. Yeah, man. And it's like, like a few I've had lately, I, I still haven't fully figured them out yet, but it's like, like I had a dream last week and it was uh, this kid that I got into a fight with in seventh grade. And we were like sitting at this table, like just like hashing out this argument. And like, I don't remember exactly what we were saying, but I was like, I wonder if this is some like 
you know, childhood trauma that I'm trying to work through <laughs> yeah. like, with this kid. But yeah, it's interesting. Like I haven't seen this person in years, but like I saw him as like a, a, an adult. So like I got to yeah. like look him up on social media and see if he looks this way. Yeah, Cause it was wild, you know, like, did I yeah. see him like, cause yeah. how do you explain that? Like I haven't seen or talked to this person in 15 years. Yeah. How would you know what they look like? Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I've definitely, yeah. I don't know. I've definitely had like, like deja vu dreams. I don't know. A lot of times, like all not like I wouldn't I don't want to call it a premonition, but because it's not anything significant that happens, but it's like I feel like I have a dream the night before and then like a part of my day, it that part of my dream like played out like completely exactly the same way. But those are not like you don't realize it until you it's like it's over. You're like, holy shit. Like I just did, I did all of that in a dream. That's how it is for me. Whereas deja vu is like, where in the moment you're like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? Mm -hmm. I like, I'm li I've literally thought this same thought and done the, what I'm doing right now, right now was happening. You know? <laughs> yeah. So like, it's so funny. You mentioned it. I just literally had a deja vu moment yesterday. Surprisingly enough with our good buddy Lehman, Okay. We're working on this little project and I'm sitting down just typing some stuff up. And like, I swear, like there was a split moment where I was like, I've already done this before. Like, yeah, you know, it was dude. like, I've already done this. I don't like know exactly why, when, or how, but like, I just take deja vus now or any of those weird little moments as like, you're on the right path. Almost yeah. like, like, yep. It's like yeah. a, like a checkpoint in like a video game or oh something. Oh my god, like, dude! No, I just made dude the Matrix, dude. Mm -hmm. You know how like Neo did it in like infinite times until mm -hmm. he was the one. What are you gonna tell? What the hell? What do I got an upgraded pro for? Where it's only two of us. Right. I, I might have to call you back. I don't All right, so let's hop back in. Yes, yeah, so we're on deja vu's and. All that stuff. Zoom is trying to steal some money from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't had a, like a group show on my on my podcast yet, so I haven't haven't paid for Zoom yet. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> they gotta anyway. get their money somehow. But yeah, so we were on. Uh, Dude, deja can vu's. You, can you tell me about? Uh, have you had any paranormal experiences? Yeah, man, I've had quite a few um ranging from uh crazy lucid dream experiences um to just seeing weird little shit pop up possible uh -huh. bigfoot experience so oh snap dude let me get the bigfoot experience <clears throat> all right so this one like at the time like i've, I've been into bigfoot forever but at mm -hmm. the time uh, Bigfoot was not even in my like frame of like reference or anything like that. Right. So I'll, I'll start with the very first one. Now, again, I'm not going to say 100% this was a Bigfoot experience. I have three and I'll, I'll just get your take on them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so the first one was we're driving around. Um, my son was like two years old at the time and we're driving. He used to fall asleep on this like back road. That was like a couple miles from this apartment we lived at. And this apartment or, or this back road 
is pretty desolate, but there is like a housing development, like about a half a mile up the road. So it's not like completely there, there's spots of it that are just like farms and it's just completely black and empty, no street yeah. lights or anything like that. So I'm coming around this corner and I see these, uh, just eyes on the side of the road. Right. And it's like standing up and they're like an orangey kind of red glowing type eye. Whoa. So I just like slam on the brakes. Cause I'm thinking <laughs> something's going to run out in the road, like in upstate New York. I'm sure it's the same down by you. But oh, there's yeah, just yeah. deer there's everywhere. Deer, yeah. Yeah. Deer everywhere. And like, you know, we do get bear. Like I haven't seen one in this area, but like, I was like, Oh shit, there's like a bear on the side of the road. Cause they have that more like orangey glow. Yeah. And so I, I hit the kind of slow down. And as I like, I, I pass it, but like my headlights are no longer hitting the eyes and the eyes were still kind of glowing. Whoa. So I could see this thing standing next, like through the passenger window as yeah. I was driving and uh, th they were still glowing. And then it, I, I couldn't see anything, only just the eyes, like no outline, no ears or anything like that. And it's standing against this tree. And then all of a sudden it just dropped to all fours, turned and just booked. And I was like, Yo. Huh, that was weird. You know, like, I mean, I know bear can stand up, but I was like, that, that was just weird. So like, didn't think anything of it. I told my wife when I got back, I was like, Hey, I saw a bear, you know, on this road. And she's like, that's weird. I haven't seen any bear around here. And so whatever, no big deal. Right. And then, uh, yo, so I went back to that spot like about a year or two later and I was just kind of like measuring stuff. And it would have, if this thing was standing up, it would have been like seven and a half feet tall from where like I was sitting in the car. So my, I was driving my wife's car. She had a Durango at the time. So like where my eyes would have been, like this thing would have been like the eyes would have had to have been about seven and a half feet tall Holy where it was. Shit. And I'm like, all right, well, I know black bear get to when they stand up, they're maybe like five and a half feet tall. Yeah. So unless this thing was like standing on something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bizarre. And then when, uh, you, when you said it got on all fours, though, what came to mind was dog, man, Are there any dog man spottings in New York. So, Dude, it's, I, I've been, that one I've been, you know, kind of 50-50 with. Was this a dog, man? Because it's weird. One of these farms that's on that road has this huge, like, German Shepherd. Like, that's, I have two German Shepherds, and they're both pretty big. But this thing is, like, massive. It's, uh -huh. like, and I've seen it running around in those fields before. And I always wonder, like, is that thing like a werewolf, you know, like this thing is just way too big to be a freaking like normal dog, but damn, I don't know, dude, it was weird, but I have heard, uh, you know, people say Bigfoot can, you know, get down and run on all fours and huh. stuff, but it's, I've never heard that one. It's just, it was such a bizarre thing. Cause like typically you'll see some type of outline, you know what I mean? You'll see yeah. something like that, yeah. you know, gives it a sense. Like I've had, I used to do like nighttime security. I've seen bear running around on this uh, grounds I was working at. I've had foxes like jump out in front yeah. of me on my golf cart. Like you just, you, you get a sense of it. This thing was just bizarre. But so I, I like I said, I just never thought too much of it. Whoa. And then uh, about a year later, this was in June. So that happened in like the fall of 2019. 
Then in June of 2020, uh, me and my wife were hiking around at this, uh, on this nature trail. It's an educational school. Mm-hmm. Like they have like environmental education and these trails are like, you know, all the like granola crunchers and everyone comes out and they keep <laughs> this place nice and pristine and it's cool and all, but like, then you can go towards like these back trails and then there's some sketchy areas back there. And there's like okay. just a little bit of a backstory. So like the, woods that this trail connects to Uh there's like it's just this big thing and there's like a a big shop right center and stuff in in our town but there was like a road that they started building that was going to cut through these woods and there's like a roundabout that has two exits and then the third exit just stops right at this wood line okay yeah 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 and it's just like bizarre like i've never seen them build like a roundabout and then just cut cut this thing off and it's all state property posted no entrance all this stuff but it's all the same woods that like connects to this area and it's just a weird vibe this like when you're driving on this road and everything yeah why didn't they put the road through right and this will come into play uh as i explain a little further so me and my wife are on this trail and we we go towards the back and we're walking my son's like three years old and he's you know, hiking around, having fun, doing all this stuff. And we like get into this area where there's a wood line and it's just like a big grass field. Mm -hmm. And they have like a little, maybe like four to six foot path kind of like mowed down. And then Mm -hmm. the the grass to our left is like, you know, six feet high. It's huge. So we're walking into this and all of a sudden, dude, we hear something like, um, like moving in the woods, like next to us like we hear something like shuffling around and we're like, all right, that's weird. And as soon as we heard that, like the energy got really dark as we were walking, like the hairs in the back of my neck were standing up. My wife was like freaked out. My son's like running ahead of me. I ran up and I just like picked him up like instinctually, like, uh, something, something was off here. Right. And then we hear that. And my wife's like right next to me. And she's like, this is weird. And I'm like, yeah, it's something, something's not right here. So we start walking a little bit more and we hear this thing like moving, kind of following us. Like as we're walking, we didn't see anything at all. And we take like a couple more steps and all of a sudden it start, whatever this thing was, starts snorting at us. Like sounds like a full, like, like a, like a boar, you know, like, <laughs> like just like, oh. like, huffing and snorting and we don't have wild boar here (laughs) Mm -hmm. i was like oh shit so we like i just we turned around and we walked out and it like followed us till we got back onto this like main part of the trail and again we didn't see anything how did you not just (laughs) book it yeah we were like what the fuck because like i mean i've grown up hunting my whole life and i know the worst thing to do if you like I guess I don't see, I don't, I don't live. I live, There's nothing that can get yeah. me here. <laughs> the big, like the, the worst thing that can get me is a deer. What's it like? What? Mm-hmm. So like, again, just kind of like having some hunter, like instinct and stuff. Like I just know you never run from like a predator. Yeah. That's, that's just a bad move. You just kind of stand your ground and just yeah. slowly away. But, uh, so we just kind of get out of there and we're like, my wife's like, what the hell was that? I was like, uh, maybe a bear. I don't know. I've never heard a bear snort 
before like that. Yeah, what the and, hell? Uh, so it, it was like one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon in June. Like bear typically are nocturnal. You know, they're moving around at night. They're not yeah. out during the day like that. So I was like, well, it was either a bear or like maybe a buck, like a deer that was like territorial that didn't like us <laughs> being yeah. in that area. And so we just chalked it up to that. And again, Bigfoot was not like in any like mind frame or anything like that. So I was like, that was, that was just weird. Right. So then <clears throat> we just go about our life. And then I'm listening to this show called Sasquatch Chronicles. Yeah. You ever heard of that? Oh yeah. So I'm listening to this episode and uh, like the second interview on there, the guy's talking, he's like, so this next guest had an encounter in upstate New York in the nineties. And I'm like, okay, upstate New York. That's interesting. Right. So then this guy gets on and he's talking and he's, his whole story was like, he broke down on this road and he had to like walk to the next, like his friend's house and something followed him in the wood line as he was walking. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then he starts explaining the road and he's like, it's route 32. And I broke down on this like bridge and I'm like, okay. And he says the name of my town and I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then he's like, and I broke down like right before this bridge and I had to walk up this like sketchy road and there's like an apartment complex. And I'm like, holy shit. I drive this road every freaking day to work. Holy crap. And it's the same set of woods. That's just like that area. That's all blocked off with the weird road. And I'm like, holy shit. And he's explaining this thing. Like there's this apartment complex. There's like a weird, uh, stream and everything down there. There's like an old bridge. That's like kind of abandoned now. And, uh, this road that has this apartment, the, the apartments on the right hand side. And then there's just like a ledge that just drops off and it's just like a tree line. And then it just drops straight down. Whoa. And I'm like, Oh shit. So this guy had something like pacing him in the woods as he's like walking on this sketchy road. <laughs> this is all within like a three mile radius of this uh all of your encounters uh uh-huh wow so i'm like all of your encounters have happened in a three mile radius yeah holy shit like a three to five mile radius depending but all within uh the town i'm in and it's like Again, I, I'm not going to say 100% it's Bigfoot, but it's like, yo, it's pointing in that direction. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then we had one more and my wife. So uh, the thing that's really cool is like my wife is aside from the thing where I saw in the car, she's with me with these experiences. And she'll mm-hmm. say like, yeah, something freaking weird was happening. Like her parents live like maybe like a mile away from that area too. Uh And she's always sketched out at night. If she has to like leave, um, leave their house at night or something like that. It's just, it's a, it's a weird vibe you get, you know? And, uh, so this next one, um, this gets more on the like woo woo side of it, but I know I'm in the right place for that. So right place for that. (laughs) (laughs) So this one gets a little, uh, interesting so this happened in november of 2021 this past november and uh we had like a nice day where it was like almost 70 degrees out like there was snow on the ground and then it was like nice out so we were like let's just go for a hike and uh now i have bigfoot on the brain at this point i'm like i'm i'm gonna make contact when i go here all right so i brought these two crystals with me they're 
I don't even know if you would call them crystals. They're called shaman stones. They're like, uh, these little like, uh, iron thing, but you're supposed okay. to, they're supposed to help you like connect with nature and things like that. So I brought those with me. I had them in my pockets mm-hmm. and we were walking around and just like a nice, beautiful day. And then we start heading towards those back trails. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I said out loud, my wife will, back me up on this. I said, if there's something out here, I just set that intention. I got into a good like mind frame, a good vibration. I was like, if there's something out here, just give us a sign. Right. So we start walking, walking and we come around this corner. And like I mentioned before, this place is like a nature preserve, like a educational school. They keep these trails like uh, pristine. There's like no garbage or anything anywhere. So I say that, like, show me a sign and we come around the corner and there's a freaking like, uh, gas station, big gulp, like 44 ounce, uh, big gulp cup filled with yes. mud and like just nasty shit, just sitting right in the middle of the trail. What the fuck? So I was like, I'm going to take that as my sign. Yeah. So like I, I picked it up and I was like, I'm just going to throw this away, you know, like when we, when we leave. So I'm carrying yeah. this nasty ass muddy <laughs> big gulp cup around with me. And I like the energy was, it, I'm not going to say it felt evil or anything. Like the first time we were there, yeah. like that felt evil, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, this was, it was just like an interesting, weird vibe. Like just. I felt almost like out of body kind of walking through this and stuff. And my wife wow. said, felt the same way. So we get all the way to the end of this trail and there's a huge like chain link fence that kind of separates like where the end of the property is. And, uh, so we get to this chain link fence and then it shifts again. And it's like, uh, we feel like we're kind of being watched, right? Like that's the only way I can explain it. And we're just kind of looking, we don't see anything or anything like that, but, I'm just holding this nasty cup in one hand and I just start waving into the woods. And I just, I don't know why I did it. I just started waving into this wood line and dude, all of a sudden there was no wind or anything. These two trees start shaking and we hear this like weird ass, uh, I'm going to call it like a crow mimic. It sounded uh-huh. like, ah, ah, we heard it twice. Whoa. And I was like, that's not like a sound of a bird around. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we just waved. My wife's like, let's get the hell out of here. I'm freaked, <laughs> I'm freaked out. So I'm like, all right. So I wave one more time. I'm like, bye. Bye, guys. You know, we come in peace. And then so we as we're leaving, because it's like this weird little opening. There's like a trail and then there's like a bunch of trees and stuff. And then this fence and there's like a weird little opening in the trees. And that's where we were standing. And as we walk out of that opening, we heard the crow call twice. One more, like again. Oh. And my wife was like, yeah, no, <laughs> that, was, that was weird. So again, we didn't see anything. It's just a weird set of circumstances, but I tend to believe that if, you know, wow. this is like a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch type thing, I don't know if they're physical creatures or yeah. if they are, they can like kind of shift dimensions or like somehow camouflage themselves in some way. Like this is the stuff that blows my mind and I cannot like conceptualize at all into my 
understanding of reality, which I can though, because I believe in an infinite reality. So there's no limit to infinity, but where is the consciousness go? Like, what is that? Like what lessons are they here to teach us? (laughs) Right. And like, dude, the only thing I was getting from it, it was like, are you going to be like a good steward of the woods and pick up this nasty piece of garbage we just put here? Oh yeah. And I was like, if this is a test, I hope I passed it or whatever. (laughs) For sure. I'm definitely going to go back and I'm going to bring a little recorder in my pocket and just see if I pick up on like anything, just kind of like walk around. But I've heard like people try to do that and like shit doesn't work or like, yeah, man, (laughs) the blocks it. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Hold on one. Um, but yeah, dude, um, you call up Tony Merkel. Yeah. Get him to come shoot a, shoot a documentary. documentary. <laughs> um, hold on one second. I just got to run and do something. I'm no sorry. Problem, dude. No, I'm fine. <clears throat> sorry about that. I accidentally oh, locked my wife out of the house. <laughs> 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 yeah. They run out and get something and I shut the door and just instinctually lock it behind me and oops. <laughs> I did that earlier. I uh, I came home from work and I shut the door and I just locked it behind me. I don't know why I did it. And uh, I like 10 minutes before my wife came home, went out to use the restroom and I walked by the door and I was like, Oh shit, the door is locked. I'm glad, I'm glad she didn't, uh, she didn't show up. <laughs> but so yeah, those are my Bigfoot stories. Um, that's crazy. Again, I can't explain like something happened, like whether it's Bigfoot or not, it's something. I don't know if it's like yeah. a spirit in the woods or what, but yeah. I mean, you hear about like earth elementals and, and fucking pixies and whatever you want to call them, fairies and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think the more I like hear about it, like I, why do I keep hearing more and more about it? You know? Right. So, and- that's funny you bring that up too because my wife we live like have you ever heard of saratoga springs uh maybe it's uh it's they sell ringing like, a bell but i don't know what yeah. that is so saratoga is a weird area in upstate new york there's like an old fort fort ticonderoga which is a star okay fort. yes yeah and uh <laughs> so like they have this net like you know national park up there uh saratoga springs i don't know if it's a national park but it's a it's a park you know and they have this uh mineral water that comes out of the ground and people go there it's been like a pretty like uh healing spot you know like a lot Mm -hmm. of the native american tribes and stuff use is like a sacred place for them and it's a cool area like we go there every like month or two and fill up a bunch of bottles and get our mineral water and it's, it's a cool experience. Like I, I highly recommend anyone that's in upstate New York. If you're close to Saratoga, definitely go. Cause they're, the Springs are all over the place. Like if you go through the town, you can just like stop on the side of the street. They have like stuff, uh, with like fountains that just shoot it out. And it's, Oh, that's cool. I was in, um, Washington. I forget which city in Washington, but they had, um, like in just like the general like town area. It was really cool. They had a really cool community area, but, uh, they just had a pipeline piping down from the top of the mountain. You could just come, people were just come filling up jugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was great, delicious water. Yeah. That's the same here. It's just like 
it's on like every corner. They just have like a pipe sticking out of the ground and it just shoots water 24 seven. But, uh, oh yeah. So like my wife was there, you know, probably back in like 2013 or 14 before we even knew each other. Uh And she swears on her life. She was there and she, uh, looked over at one of these little streams and she saw little fairies and gnomes like dancing around for like a split second. And then when she like looked back, they, they just weren't there. Yeah. And it's a, it's a crazy energy in this place. Like when you walk through, you just, you feel good. Like there's like no, so yeah. can I comment on, on that really fast? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think like she really did see like those fairies or whatever. Like, I feel like she was like tapping more into that vibration of where they were but then she like couldn't believe that she was seeing them. So she you know, knocked herself out of that vibration. When she looked again, she wasn't in that vibration. So she couldn't see them anymore. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I think too, man. And it's just, but it's just so crazy. Like you walk through this place and you're like, yeah, I could totally see why, you know, ancient, not even ancient, just like past cultures would consider this like a healing spot, you know, yeah, like you wow. just feel better walking through it. Like people, like use because it's like there's just tons of different minerals in this water it's like you can bathe in it you can you know see i've had i've had a similar experience but like the opposite have you i don't know if you've ever been to gettysburg pennsylvania i haven't that is a very like eerie place man like it's very beautiful and like you can you know enjoy yourself there i highly Mm -hmm. recommend anyone who lives who lives near there i don't live too close to there but you know it's only like four or five hours but uh that the just that overwhelming like spiritual energy and i wouldn't even say it was negative at nighttime was definitely really spooky but like even like during the daytime like you could just like you could sense the death you know man it was it was wild especially in uh in like the specific areas where the battles took place man like i was at uh devil's den and that's like where they buried a bunch of the confederate soldiers in, in these rocks and uh man like and I, I haven't been there since I was like 12 or 13 years old. And even, even then I could just, I remember the feeling in the air, man, is just heavy. Like, damn. Yeah. It's like, it's a wild time. Death. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's so interesting. I wonder, I have to look into if there's like a star fort or something nearby because Fort Ticonderoga has a very similar vibe, you know? up there and then i was actually in saint augustine florida i sailed down uh there uh back in like 2014 and i had no clue it was a star fort and i wasn't really like into any of that stuff i don't know if you're into star forts and tartaria a little bit man yeah i've been following casey Mm -hmm. um what is this um um golden gate yeah golden gate star fort command and uh yeah, dude, it's just a wild energy down there too. And I was like looking at these cannons and I'm like, how the hell did like, you know, who, who designed it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, For real? like what is going on? I'm starting to think cannons aren't like what we thought they were. They're like some type of sound energy that they're yeah, like sending real. sonic booms and stuff. Cause it just doesn't make sense that they just put like a ball of lead in there and just blast shit off. <laughs> like what is, I mean, you may, I don't know. 
I don't know, man. It's wild. Like just some of the artwork on them, like the way they've like cast them or carved them. It's just, it's crazy, but that's a whole nother that topic. Is. That whole sailing story too. I could, <laughs> it's a whole nother time. That, there's nothing paranormal about that, but it was just wild. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know how much time we got, but I got uh, some, I'll tell you my uh, kind of spiritual awakening dream that I had to this shit. Yes, please. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've told this before. So if people have heard it, I apologize, but this happened back in 2013. It was December of 2013. And I was just graduating uh, college. I used to be an English teacher before I, got into like lawn care and car detailing and stuff like that. I couldn't stand being a teacher anymore, but I was graduating and uh, turning in my portfolio. And uh, I was up to like four o'clock in the morning, like finishing up like all my student teaching paperwork and stuff like that, putting it all together. And then I just put my head down and I was just out, which never happens for me, you know? And I, um, I'll just preface this by saying I've had, sleep paralysis my entire like young adult life from like the time I was 11 years old till I I still get them every once in a while, very rarely. But, Mm -hmm. um, this one was just wild. So like, that's not like uncommon for me to experience sleep paralysis, but this one was like very bizarre. So I, it started off with a lucid dream and I was running around just like jumping through the air, flying, doing the whole thing, just running and just leaping. Like I felt like I was, you know, like a Jaguar. Yeah. Like, like just leaping through the woods, just jumping and just total freedom. Right. And then I do this one final jump and I jump up and I hit my head on the sky Oh shit! and it was solid. And I like knocked myself out in this dream. <laughs> and then I woke up. Right. And I'm fully awake, fully conscious, but I'm not in my room. I'm in this, like, I'm laying on a couch, a white couch in this like completely white room. Like there's windows everywhere. And I can see that it's like, there's like woods outside, but it's, it's got like a cabin vibe, but like a modern, like white, like if Apple made a cabin in the woods, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, so it's bizarre. And I'm like, you know, white, like, I'm getting like weird chills right now for some reason. (laughs) So I apologize. Maybe cleanse with some sage after this story. It's weird. <laughs> but so I'm in this like white outfit. I got a white sheet on me and this like lady walks in and she's like, Oh, Oh good. You're awake. And I was like, where am I? And she's like, Oh, you were in a car accident and you're, this is like a rehab center. You've been sleeping for like days. And I'm like, no, I, I was just like dreaming that I was jumping through the w- woods and stuff. I was like, I, I'm in my room, like in my bed, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, no, that's not true. And she's like, yeah, it is. You were in a car accident and you need to sit down. I'm like trying to get up and everything. And yeah. again, I'm fully conscious in this uh, scenario. I can feel everything. I'm, yeah. I, it feels like I'm awake. Like I'm talking to you right now. And I'm like, no, I was not in a car accident. Like I got to get out of here. And like, I'm just getting like terrible vibes, like the hair standing up on the back of my neck. Everything's just like, something's not right here. And she's like, no, you were in a car accident where I was like, no, I'm leaving. And as I'm getting up, she's like, I notice her face is starting to morph. Oh yeah. And like it, no, I'm really getting chills. Yeah. It starts twisting and like, 
it turns into the best way I can describe it is like Darth Maul and uh, like one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings kind of like mixed together. And she's like, you're not leaving. And I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm like getting up and walking out out now. I'm out of here. And and like, as I'm like leaving or like her whole voice changes and everything, it's like fully the best way I can say is like demonic. And she's like, yeah, you're not exactly like you're not leaving. And I just, so I book out this door and then I, boom, I wake up again and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like what the hell is going on? You're at your desk yet. I'm sitting, dude, I'm sitting at a table in like a conference room and there's, there's like 10 or 12 people. (laughs) There's like 10 or 12 people all like, I call them the politicians, the generic politicians, because they just look like any asshole you would like see <laughs> on TV, right? And they're all just like standing around in like black suits and stuff. And uh, they're handing me a piece of paper. So like when I kind of come into consciousness, they're handing me this like clipboard with paper on it and I can't read anything that's on it. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's like in a different language, different symbols or what, all I can see is sign here at the bottom. And I'm like, I, I snap into it. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, oh, you're just about to sign. We're going to close this up. Everything's good. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? And they're like, what do you mean what's going on? We just worked this all out. Like, they're not saying what it is. They're like, you're, yeah. you're just about to sign. We're going to make this final. Everything's like good. I'm like, I'm not signing that. Yeah. And, and they're like, what do you mean you're not signing that? And then I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know what this is. Like, I'm not going to sign this. And as I'm like telling them, I'm not going to sign it. The same shit starts happening. All their faces start twisting and turning into this like weird Darth Maul work thing. But what was interesting, dude, is they all had like, once their faces started twisting, they all had um like paint on their faces, like different colors. Like Mm -hmm. one had like turquoise paint, like over his eyes and like weird symbols all over his face. And another one was like orange, silver, like a bunch of different colors. And same thing. They're like, you're going to sign this paper. And I'm like, no, I'm not signing this. And I like push myself away from the table to get up. And then I snap and I'm in my bed in full sleep paralysis and I can't move. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And that's, and you don't wake up anymore? No, I'm in, I'm in my bedroom. Like, I see my wait, portfolio. Wait, 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 wait. Did you fall asleep at your desk or you went to bed? I laid down in bed. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I laid down in bed. Like, so I closed my portfolio, laid down in bed, and as soon as I, like, hit the pillow, okay, I was out. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, dude. And that one, like... And what's so weird is like, I know I fell asleep at like four o'clock in the morning. It was like four ten or something when I like went to sit down in bed. Yeah. And when I woke up, it was like five 30 and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> and I was in sleep paralysis for a good 30 seconds to a minute this time. Yeah. Like I just couldn't get, uh, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Wow. And, uh, dude that one like screwed me up for a long time and that kind of got me really like i was always into conspiracies and stuff but that got me really looking deep into like uh the religions demonology like that kind of got me looking into like the hebrew roots movement and all this other crazy shit that just so check this out 
that was you testing you to make you a better you. Honestly, man, I've done every type of scenario of like what that could have been. And from doing like some, I guess, meditation or like just work in my head, I've figured out that a lot of these sleep paralysis things are just me dealing with like issues from like childhood and stuff. Like, yeah, dude, it's not like a demon, like attacking me from, you know, hell. It's like yeah. my own internal demons. Your, and yes. Shit. Yes, dude. So you don't need to take psychedelics people to figure this shit out. <laughs> it just pushed me along the way a little faster. <laughs> it's that one screwed me up though, man. Cause that was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild man but yeah from what i you know my understanding of, of reality you know those like any horrible thing i hate to say it is just to, to make you grow and it's up to you to make the decision whether to you know fall into a woe is me or become hateful or you know grow to be powerful and loving yeah, man. And it's interesting. We're lovingly too. powerful. Lovingly powerful. Yeah. But it's interesting too, is like, I can't ignore like some of the, like just real world stuff too. Like I didn't, I never wanted to be a teacher, you know? And, uh, I, I kind of felt like I was like signing my life away. Like my parents wanted me to be a teacher and they told oh, me I had to man. go to college and shit. So it's just interesting. Like all these different like aspects to it. Cause it's just, there's so many different things that go into that, but it did kind of kickstart me into this whole like truth <laughs> movement, yeah, like, trying dude. to figure out what the hell is reality. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I, I I'm, I'm lucky. I was going to like, I was going to go to college. I was going to get some kind of fucking bullshit degree. I was going to waste all kinds of sort of fucking money. But, uh, you know, I took some, some LSD when I was like 17 and uh you know i made it like halfway through 11th grade and i was like yo this is bullshit. I'm, I'm not trying to stay in this fucking indoctrination camp dog i'm trying to go fucking make some actual money like what am i doing here and yeah, uh just just think how i was already up. like into like uh not podcasts at this point but basically just like youtubers doing mm -hmm. pod basically podcasting or just going on rants and shit and all kinds of spiritual stuff and it all made sense and clicked with me because it was very similar to how i thought as a very little kid until i became indoctrinated into the modern world and uh yeah i don't know it wasn't a thought now so i must be done <laughs> no and it's so true with the indoctrination man like it was like when I was teaching, I couldn't stand it. it. Like they would literally hand us like these workbooks that you weren't allowed to take with you out of the classroom. And it was just like, this is like what you can and can't teach. This is like, they don't say like, this is the agenda we're pushing, but it's like, you got to include this more into your lessons. You got to do uh, and just, you know, pick, pick whatever agenda they're going to push, whether it's, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I could go on for hours about that shit, but Dude, I have one more story. I don't know if you've heard this one. I mean, I have a lot more, but I have one that <laughs> it's just like, this one's so freaking bizarre, man. Like, dude, give it to me. 
All right. <clears throat> so this happened in August of 2020. Oh, and shit. it, uh, so I got home from work at like four o'clock in the afternoon and, uh, I go inside and I go to let my dog, like everyone's home. The kids are home. My wife's home. And I go to let the dog out, uh, into our backyard. And, uh, as soon as I open the door to let the dog out, I hear what sounds like a shotgun blast going off what and I'm like, fuck? and I like jump back. And then all of a sudden the power just cuts out in the house and I'm like, huh. And like, so our back door is like a sliding glass door and our backyard, we have a little fence. And on the other side of the fence, there's a power line. And it's like, I looked up right at the right moment. And I noticed that like one of the breaker arms on the power line, just the wind blew it off. What the like, fuck? But it was just so weird how like, as I opened the door, I like look up and I see this and I hear a shotgun blast. Like I was like, what the, f so power went out. Yeah. So power. And it was kind of a weird day. Like, to begin with, it was just like an, I can't tell you exactly what happened, but it, I just know it was like kind of a weird day. And I was just like happy to be home, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so the power goes out and my stepson who was in 2020. So yeah, he was like 10 at the time, uh, was like freaking out. He was like, Oh my God, the power's out. We got to do this. We got to, he's like panicking over this. And I'm like, dude, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> like it's still light out. Just relax. I'll call national grid, let them know. And what's weird is like only the house behind us and our house lost power from this. Huh. But uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it was just weird. And he was freaking out and I'm like, dude, just relax. Like I've got tons of like camping equipment, solar lanterns, you know, flashlights. <laughs> yeah. I was like, D don't worry. You know, we're going to be fine. So he's still freaking out. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go out. So I'd like take the kids to the park. Then we go and get like Chinese food and everything. Oh, and we come yeah. back and it's like eight o'clock. Like my, my son fell asleep in the car. He was three years old at the time. So he fell asleep before we even got home. So we, get home. I power still out. I go upstairs. I put him in his bed. He's good. Then we just kind of eat the food by candlelight and solar lantern and everything. And my stepson's still freaking out. He's like, I'm not sleeping here tonight. Take me to my grandparents. But we're like, dude, just relax. Like I was like, you can sleep in our room tonight. It's not a big deal. Right. So I get a sleeping bag for him and all that. Uh, <clears throat> finally get him to sleep. I, and I don't know what time this was, but I've finally like you know just check everything in the house make sure the dog's good my son's fine he's sleeping in his room and uh i go and lay down and i'm just sound asleep and then all of a sudden i wake up because uh i hear the door to my son's bedroom opening and uh i'm like okay now he was three years old at the time I know you have a little guy. He, mm -hmm. he used to, he still does this. He comes into our room like every night. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not thinking anything of it. I hear his door open and, uh, I start hearing him. I hear him like come out of the bed. He's walking down the hall and I hear him come and he opens up the door to our room and I hear him like come in. And what's so weird though, is like, it has happened so often that I didn't even like look up or anything like that. Right. I'm just, he comes around, he comes into our room, comes around to my side of the bed, climbs up on top of me, like knees me in the stomach. It gets in between me and my wife. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then 
the whole time it wasn't wasn't the boys downstairs (laughs) (laughs) that happens quite often oh yeah dude (laughs) he thinks he's so funny he like comes around the corner and just like pow no no way i'm like no you can't keep doing that shit man it's not okay (laughs) and then he just cracks up does not happen to me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah dude it's hilarious but he um, needs you in the stomach he needs me like in in bed and then he like gets in between me and my wife and he's like making himself comfortable and he's like kind of kicking me in the back and whatever. And I'm like, like on the side and I'm like, okay, now I'm like, I'm just going to tell you that like I was in sleep paralysis at this point and I didn't know it. Oh, okay. Shit. And so he starts kicking me in the side more and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, and he's just yeah. like kicking me and I feel myself like, sliding off the bed like he's like whoa. pushing me off the bed whoa three-year-old yeah and i'm like what the, i feel myself sliding but i like can't like stop it and i'm like and i just like turn my head and when i turn my head dude it wasn't my son in the bed it was a freaking black hole what sitting in the, in the middle of the bed and as soon as i like turned my head all of a sudden I just get hit with this loud, like a combination of like pig squeals and leaf blowers just hitting me on both sides of the head. Yeah. Just. And dude, do the leaf blower. (laughs) Yeah. Like high pitch pig squeal, crazy shit. And I feel myself getting sucked into this black hole. Like I'm just holding on to the bed. Like I, with, for dear life dude and no, i like you know. i feel this shit like pulling the atoms out of my face just oh like my God. i feel myself getting sucked into this and i'm like holding on to the bed I, i'm like trying to fight it like i had the feeling like if i do if i go into this thing i'm going to die right like i yeah. cannot i cannot go into this black hole and do just in my head i just screamed like jesus christ and <laughs> It just poof, puff of smoke disappeared. I snapped out of the sleep paralysis. I'm wide awake. I'm like sitting up in bed. My son, there's nothing in the bed anymore. I like get up. I run out of the room. I check on my son in his room and he's sound asleep in his bed. Oh my God. And I was like, oh shit. Like what the fuck just happened, man? And my wife stayed asleep the whole time. Like, I can like fart in bed and she'll wake up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like got up, I'm like running around the room. Like my wife and my stepson who was sleeping on the side of the bed, like neither of them woke up during this. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And yeah, I stayed up the rest of the night and that one screwed me up for a while. (laughs) Dude. I've, I've, I've had like two paranormal experiences as a kid. I'll get to those one second. One thing that came to mind while you were saying, when you said Jesus Christ, or you thought it in your head, didn't disappear until after you said Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be some sort of significant, maybe, I don't know. You think about Christ consciousness and, uh, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, go ahead and look that up for yourself because it can get as 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 deep as you want it, basically. <laughs> but uh, basically, yeah, um, the whole 
singular consciousness thing but the positive side of it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah man that that was a weird one and like i said like the with face my face sucking dude that reminded me of my i had this i can't remember how many times it happened i um i, I don't know if it was just once or maybe even two or three times but i would be asleep in my parents bed in between them and uh there's like a straight shot they had like um like a walk-in closet and then their sinks were in the same room as the walk-in closet and then there was a bathroom with the with the toilet and a bathtub and shower mm-hmm. and there was a window above the toilet so that was just like if you're laying in the bed if you look down st- like straight at looking sideways out of the bed you could see all the way into the bathroom straight shot. So in through the window would fly like this, like animated looking witch with like a constantly like squiggly moving outline. If you've ever seen, um, um, Duncan Trussell's show, the midnight gospel, um, with his meditation teacher, the episode with his meditation teacher, where he's all like squiggly and like moving constantly. That's, that's what this looked like. Uh, but like a witch with a really like fucking like a foot or two long nose, dude, super creepy. And I'm not even sure if I'd like seen like snow white or anything at this point. Um, and it would fucking reach out. It would never, it would never get like too close to me. It always stay like pretty close to the bath. Never come like, I don't know if it would pass the threshold of the bathroom door or not, but it would get, I don't know. It would come in through the window anyway and would reach its hand out and my fucking face would start to like, I could feel it like come off, not like physically like peel off like my skin. Um, but mm-hmm. like, like you said, I feel like the atoms of my face came out and I can see like my face come off of me, but now it was all animated and shit looking like her and it would like pull towards her. And like the whole time I'm in fear and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But then I'm like, no, that's my face. And like, it like shoots back to me. And then, then she just like slowly floats back out through the window. That's bizarre, man. And how old were you when this happened? Three or four years old. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. I, like I've only had one Maybe weird two. dream. Yeah. I've had one weird dream when I was little that a cartoon werewolf was like creeping around my bed, but I've noticed with my son when he has dreams, he has them in like kind of cartoon form. And I wonder Mm. if these, uh, whatever they are, whether they're entities, spirits, who knows, like, do they kind of like do like an age appropriate type thing, something that would still scare you, but it's not like an orc demon face. That's going to like really terrify, you know, it's like, yeah, See if it's if it's you trying to get you to scare you to make you better, Mm -hmm. then that makes complete sense. Right, like it's not gonna (laughs) it's not gonna do something that you can't handle. Yeah, it's gonna meet you kind of at your level. I think it says that somewhere in the Bible, or I don't know. My fucking dad says this shit all the time, and God will never put anything on your plate that you can't handle. Yeah, no, it's so true, man. Like that. It's just so interesting. I've I've only heard maybe one other person say that they've had like some type of like cartoon, like animated type thing in there. Because I would also experience some sort of like shadow 
being, I guess, um, mm. same thing, like walk, it wouldn't come in through the window, but it would come out of, I, it would kind of come out of the walk-in closet and like walk past my parents' bed and then walk in to our kitchen. And there was like this little stained glass pane thing mm. that you could, uh, you could kind of see through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see it from the bed, like into the kitchen through, you know, you couldn't see the whole kitchen, you know, just looking through the door at an angle, but like I would see it like walk there and then it would just stand there and like, kind of like look around a little bit. And that's really all I can remember. <clears throat> so like yeah. that, I mean, that wasn't in a cartoon, but it was just like a black figure. Yeah. I guess I've had three sort of paranormal experiences. Would you like to hear my third one real quick? I would. Yeah. So again, I was only like two, three, maybe four years old. And, uh, I was just starting to sleep in my own bed. And, uh, so I was, you know, I was laying there and I would normally always sleep on my side facing the wall, but this night I was laying on my back and, uh, um, I've heard a few people say they, they can see this, but, um, especially when I close my eyes or when it's dark, I can see these little like infinite amount of little teeny tiny red dots mm-hmm. and they kind of flow. Yeah. And like, uh, kind of like water. You can see those. I can minor like a, uh, like a neon, like green. Uh, oh, you see like, green ones. Yeah. Like greenish kind of a turquoise, like teal type color. Huh, they kind of shift. Yeah, me either. They switch between red and kind of green. Yeah, but mostly they're red. Um, but I was, I can see them when my eyes are open too, but it has to be like dark usually. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm really trying to think about it, I can start to see them. Um, but, you know, for me, when I follow them, the more I follow them, the faster they start to move. But then as soon as I like, my eyes slow down or something, they'll restart, they'll slow down and then they'll start to speed up again. But yeah. this time I remember I kept watching them and I watched them speed up and speed up and speed up and speed up and speed up. And then all of a sudden they like turned into this like fucking gargoyle, like bat looking thing, like crouched down at the end of my bed and, uh, you know, scared the fuck out of me. And that's, I can't remember if, if I just hid under the covers, if I ran, I don't, I don't remember what happened after that. I just remember following the dots and then that fucking thing being at the end of my bed. <laughs> yeah. That's wild, man. And it's almost like, you remember like those old school, like screensavers, like on a computer that would just kind of like have colors spinning. Like, that's okay. Kinda, yeah, yeah. 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 That's kind of, yeah. I guess a little bit of a way I can describe mine. Sometimes I, I will see dots, but like, it is. It's just like you kind of flow it, but I know I can control how they go. You know yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. Dude. It seems like it's random, but it's not. Like I know I'm subconsciously moving these things around. Yes. And it's it's very bizarre. You're I think the first person I've talked to that's experienced this as well. Okay, wow. See, I've only talked to I mean, you're probably only like the fourth or fifth person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they um um have you watch them turn into anything (laughs) well i've seen all right so this one's kind of weird man like i want to get back into the gargoyle in a second because i just listened to something about gargoyles okay like i guess we'll talk about gargoyles real quick i heard this was on um 
What the hell is it? Emmanuel Kingman. He was just on uh, yeah. uh, Matt's show, The Great Deception. And so I started listening Godcast. to his series. Yeah. And he was saying how, like, these gargoyles are just kind of, like, on these buildings and they're kind of, like, frozen in. And he was making the claim that maybe they were, like, part of this, like, revelation thing and they were frozen in time onto these buildings. <laughs> like, it makes Yo. you wonder. <laughs> Uh, wow i mean it could just be statues but it just it's a kind of a cool concept still, like if there's I mean, crazy shit flying around <laughs> during revelation times yeah man these fucking gargoyles there. oh my god holy shit whoa i mean dude just to like think about it, you can go so wild with that like um, oh shit. Um, I know this guy, he wrote a really cool book. His name is, uh, Campbell Wright. I think his last name is really fucking badass harmonica player, man. Um, but he fucking showed me this picture, man, where he, uh, he used to go to this, uh, Catholic school and, uh, there was gargoyles like all around the, outside of the building and one of them was like super like demonic looking and um i don't know i guess he tried to summon it or something and he like i don't know i don't know what he was smoking but he blew a cloud of smoke over his shoulder and then snapped a picture of the smoke as like I, like as soon as he was done blowing it out and uh the fucking face of this fucking gargoyle was in the smoke dude and he showed me a picture of the gargoyle he was talking about wow yeah dude that that i mean that fucking really gave me chills uh, yeah. showed him to it, me in person i was like holy shit man that's wild he's I got mean, some crazy like uh government government family ties interesting um, i can't remember the name of his book i'll look that up right now that's really interesting because it just because that kind of like falls into what maybe bigfoot is too maybe it's just whatever these entities these things are like it, it's going to meet you at your level if you're looking you know if you're in the woods and you think you're going to see something like this spirit it's going to show itself as like this primitive man like or whatever it is you know or if you're <laughs> You know what I mean? It just kind of yeah. meets you with like what your reference point is at that moment. So it's it's interesting. I can't find his book. That's he just right. published it like last year. But um, yeah, dude. So like, what if like the like I guess Bigfoot go back to like some fucking Atlantis shit or something when we were supposedly at a higher consciousness level, maybe we were fucking Bigfoot. We were fucking these furry things. And then the ones that are left around are maybe like the ascended masters or whatever you hear about. Maybe I got, I got a little theory about Bigfoot that so like, you know, I mean, you never main... hear about them killing anybody. I mean, you get to hear about disappearing people. I mean, yeah. missing four one one and stuff. But I don't yeah. know. But so here's my th my thought, right? So the mainstream Bigfoot people, right? That's kind of an oxymoron. But the mainstream <laughs> Bigfoot people are all about that it's a biological creature, right? It's mm -hmm. it's a it's the missing link, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in my opinion, 
if it was the missing link, a product that would prove evolution true, right? What mainstream, you know, people say is evolution. I think they would, we would have a bot. Like they would have proof of this already. They'd be like, yep, that's what it is. This is this. So my theory is that Bigfoot is not the missing link. I think Bigfoot is like you kind of said, an ascended master. Cause if you think about it, what if they were just this like breakaway society that went out in the woods? If I go out in the woods for three weeks, I'm going to come back with a much bigger beard. I'm going to be <laughs> more like in tune to the environment. Like yeah. so you get a, a civilization of people that are possibly giants or just bigger, yeah. you know, like they're so well adapted to their environment. And I think if you left a human being out there long enough, you know, we would probably be much more in tune. You'd, you'd be able to pick up on stuff. You'd learn how to camouflage yourself naturally. You would. Uh, and dude, I mean, getting into more of the uh, esoteric, I guess, realm of it. Like um, Abby was saying on your show the other night, like this is the dream and the dream realm is the waking realm. And if these are like higher consciousness, interdimensional beings, like they can, maybe they like, they can just, you know, phase out into whatever other realm they need to be in. Right. I mean, it's crazy dude to think about, but like, I just, I, I think if it was some type of primitive creature, like we, we would know about it. They'd we have fossils. Who could hunt it to fuck down. Right. We'd have fossils. <laughs> we'd have museums about it. Like, I think it proves the opposite. I think it proves that because anytime they find like Bigfoot DNA, it always comes back contaminated with human DNA. Yeah. And it's like, well, what if it is human DNA? What if this is just like a highly evolved human? Yeah. That's a master of like the woodland realm. <laughs> you know? Have you ever seen that guy? Uh, apparently it's, it's all fake and he really makes it uh, seem fake. Um, especially with all the, the, he does like extremely satire ones where, uh, he says, uh, you know, he's giving me a knobber. Bigfoot was giving me a knobber. Have you seen that guy? Oh, what the hell is that? Uh, what's his name? I forget his name, but he's saying like his dad, like, or his grandfather or something killed a Bigfoot back in the day and chopped it up. And he like, yeah. And he's got it in the freezer, the hand and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, like what if all the other shit is fronts and like, that's for real, dude. I always wonder, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, it, like, let's just say that is some like controlled opposition if, shit. If Bigfoot is real, dude, they got to show you like they are all the other stuff. They got to tell you, they got to put it in movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Dude. They're just showing it in plain sight, making it a joke. Like, yeah, dude. I, I, I mean, pretty unlikely based on, Oh yeah. Even him claiming it's not, it's fake, but <laughs> But like, what a better way to deceive someone be like, yeah, this is fake. Here you go. Yeah, dude. I mean, shit, this gets into what my buddy Jeff from shadow band says, dude, he's, he, I haven't, I haven't heard his episode on it yet. I'm not sure if he's uh, given his presentation on it yet, but he is like pretty convinced dinosaurs are fake. Yeah, man. I think dinosaurs are just, uh, dragons, um, yeah. giants. And- yeah some other shit like i definitely think there was a, some bit larger reptile we have komodo oh, dragons sure. you know yeah. but like dude they're finding what they're finding like a piece of a, of a rib or something they're like dude fucking t-rex dog mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting. I saw something about like, cause they always show like the T-Rex with like the little chicken arms and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what if that is those little arms are like actually like the wings, you know what I mean? Like that's just part of like yeah. a huge part of a wing. And this is just some freaking crazy ass dragon that they found like yeah. maybe a skull of like, it's, I don't know. But when you start looking into the history behind like, uh, what the is it? Dig like Louis wars. Yeah. The dig wars yeah. and like they get grants and they just happen to find these dinosaur bones and <laughs> shit, like right when they get this money and it's the whole thing is sketchy to say the least, but yeah, it's interesting. And then like, have you ever heard of the limestone cowboy? No. All right. So like they tell us like fossils are like millions of years old and everything. Right. But in Texas in the eighties, they found a boot, right. In a, Mm -hmm. in a dried up, uh, Creek bed. And this boot was like, they looked it up. It was manufactured. This, this particular model of a cowboy boot was made in the fifties, like 1950s. And inside of this boot was a severed foot that was completely fossilized. Whoa. So in just 30 years, this foot completely fossilized in this, uh, riverbed. No shit. And they've done tests on it and stuff. Like, so the boot was at least made in the fifties. It could have been earlier than that. They don't know exactly, but Uh the oldest it could have been from the eighties was 30 years old. Yeah, dude. And it's like, if that can happen, like who's to say like these giant reptiles and shit weren't here a couple hundred years ago. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Shit's either like way fucking older than they're saying or way fucking younger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then that starts getting into like, well, what would fossilize these giant things? Well, then that goes into like the mud flood. Like if you had a massive amount of mud just falling on shit and stuff's just baking and composting in there and fossilizing. (laughs) I mean, you hear about like, uh, and that makes so much sense with the procession of the equinoxes. And, uh, so I'll explain that real quick. Um, so apparently the, like where we are in the universe, we it like our, our, uh, uh solar system. I'm not sure even if I believe in space or not, but mm-hmm. apparently our solar system has an orbit in the universe or, it's something weird like our whole galaxy moves back and forth on this on this cycle or so i can't i'm not i'm not completely studied up on it i learned about this shit a long time ago but anyway there's like a twenty four thousand year cycle and there's like thirteen thousand years of uh, raising consciousness all the way up to you hit a point aware of singularity you're like oh but then you're like oh well now we have to restart we have all the great knowledge and uh, you know, consciousness starts to fall. And then once you get back all the way around to this side, you're at like fucking cavemen and shit. And then it restarts. Consciousness starts to go back up. And apparently we're up on the, the upswing getting way, getting towards the halfway mark, according to Drunvalo Melchizedek is yeah, sort of controversial now, but um it's the age of Aquarius. Reading. Age of Aquarius stuff, yes. Yeah. And, it's, and you start looking into like the Saturn return and things like that. Apparently, like every 29.5 years, Saturn yeah. does something. And it's like, that's when a lot of people start like really discovering themselves right before mm-hmm. they turn like 30. And then 30 ties into like 
you know, Jesus, that's when he started preaching when he turned mm-hmm. 30. And it's just, it, there's so many different, you can find anything, man. You want to look into something, like, <laughs> you, you make a connection in your head, you put it out on the internet, Dude. which is just a cheap version of the Akashic records. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can find it. Dude, everything has to do with everything. <laughs> the ripple effect. 100%. <laughs> well, dude, I think uh, I think that's going to give all, or my listeners a lot to think about. <laughs> for sure, man. So, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. You want to oh, tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, thank you for having me. And anytime, man, just let me know. And we'll we'll for make sure, it happen. Dude. But, I would uh, love to fucking talk with you more, man. Definitely. But um, my show is uh, Upstate Unconventional. It's on all the major platforms. And if you have a weird paranormal story, uh, send me a message on Instagram at Upstate underscore unconventional. I'd love to hear your experience. Please hit him up. And if you have had a psychedelic experience, you can hit me up and you can come on my show. (laughs) 100% man. I love it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for coming on again, Nico. Thank you, my friend. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening. If you've had a crazy psychedelic experience and would like to share it with me, please contact me at I knew soon, but I didn't know.